Jack Hughes for the Hart Memorial Trophy and not Connor McDavid, I'm going to make a case as to why Jack should be a top three finalist. And also, I'm going to talk about his brother, Luke, and how excited I am for him to join the New Jersey Devils roster. And you can also hear a soundbite featuring Jack Hughes in which I interviewed him a couple weeks ago. We have a lot to talk about in today's episode of Locked on Devils. Buckle up, everybody. You're Locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer, Devils Ride for Pucks and Pitchforks, and also part-time credentialed media member, Trey Matthews. So the first half of the year is officially in the books. We're now at the All-Star break, and it's going to be a sprint dash to the finish for New Jersey Devils from here on out to possibly punch their ticket back into the playoffs. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about Jack Hughes and the possibility of him winning the Hart Memorial Trophy because I think now is the best time to do so because in the previous game for Devils, he was able to score a game-winning OT goal against the Dallas Stars, and that was a big bang for the New Jersey Devils to end the first half of the year and go into the All-Star break. And I just think that uh, people are starting to take notice a little bit more of what Jack Hughes is capable of doing and the amazing season that the New Jersey Devils are putting up right now. P.K. Subban was obviously big on Jack Hughes the last time the New Jersey Devils were playing on ESPN because obviously uh, P.K. Subban is a former teammate of Jack Hughes. And now the retired P.K. Subban is in the ESPN booth and he is just spitting a lot of true facts about Jack Hughes because I think people need to really legitimately start thinking about Jack Hughes possibly being maybe a top three, at the very least, a top five finalist for the Hart Memorial Trophy race. But before we talk about Jack Hughes and his overall success, I want to talk about his little brother, Luke Hughes, because Luke Hughes had a big outing against the sixth ranked team in the nation in Penn State, in which he scored not one, not two, not three, but four goals to lead the University of Michigan Wolverines to victory. So, we as Devils fans are so excited for uh, Luke Hughes to join the roster. Obviously, I don't really expect much from Luke Hughes when he first joins the team because the Devils are possibly going to be competing for a playoff spot. They're going to have uh, everything uh, just together in terms of how the roster is structured. But I would anticipate for Luke Hughes to make his NHL debut once uh, the Wolverines r- wrap up their season. But uh, I'll talk about that momentarily. Why are we excited for Luke Hughes? It's because we're getting another Hughes brother added to the roster. So we're literally talking about his brother possibly becoming the MVP of the league. And Jack Hughes, there's no ands, or buts about it. He's one of the best players in the entire NHL. And he is a, a New Jersey devil, everyone. He is wearing the red, white, and black. Jack Hughes has been uh, just everything we could have asked for when we selected him first overall just a few years ago. Hasn't been an easy process, like his first year in the league wasn't all that good. Second year, it was all right, but uh, he he wasn't really putting anyone on notice. Third year, he was really good. Unfortunately, he got hurt, 
And now fourth year, he is uh, playing like an MVP caliber player. And maybe the same could be said for Luke Hughes, because here's the thing for Luke Hughes. Uh, the difference between him and Jack is that Luke Hughes is going to college, not for one year, but two years. He's in his sophomore year right now. So I think he's going to be more NHL ready compared to what Jack Hughes was when he first entered the league. So Luke Hughes entering the NHL and maybe you get him a few a few games under his belt and then come next year, maybe he could put his name into the running for the Calder Memorial Trophy. And then maybe a few years down the line, he could put his name into the Norris Trophy race. But the overall thing for Luke Hughes is that he is an offensive weapon on the defensive side of things. And I, I think Luke Hughes could definitely add that firepower. So you got Jack Hughes on the offensive side of things being one of our best centers. And then you got Luke Hughes just holding down the blue line. And he, he needs to clean up his defense a little bit. We've already touched on that. But Luke Hughes, in terms of offense, he is perfect for the modern NHL. So we as Devils fans are obviously excited. But a couple weeks ago, I had the chance to ask Jack Hughes post game after the Devils won a big matchup against the New York Rangers about how excited he was to potentially play with his brother within the next few months. Here was his answer. Jack, uh, I know the World Juniors uh, just happened. How excited are you to potentially play with your brother uh, in the upcoming months? Yeah, I'm really excited, you know. Um, glad he's back in Michigan now and, you know, he'll enjoy the next couple of months and then see what happens. But um, yeah, that was a good tournament for him. And, you know, anytime you medal, it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty cool and pretty special. So yeah, we're really excited for Luke Hughes. What are my expectations for him? Well. I said moments ago that I don't really expect anything big from Luke Hughes uh, for this season because, uh, like I said, I think uh, the Devils are – they have their eyes set for the playoffs for right now. So it's just like they're not worried about developing Luke Hughes or Shimon the Mets for a time being. They're not worried about integrating them into the roster. But I, I know they're going to be a focal point come next year, and that adds more firepower. So for right now, I would expect for Luke Hughes, as soon as the Wolverines wrap up their season, he's going to be given his chance. He might play in a few games. He'll have a cup of coffee just to get his feet wet. I don't anticipate much from him, but you put him in the Utica comments, I, I think that's how it, it, it would work in that sort of sense. And I think similar to like maybe like Alexander Holtz or someone like that, I think Luke Hughes would tear up the Utica comments. He would just uh, be a great player and a great addition to their overall roster. Um, I Like I said, I think that's how the Devils are going to approach it, which is they give them a few NHL games, but for the most part, they let them develop an AHL for this year as, as soon as the Wolverines uh, wrap up their season and then just go from there. But overall, I expect a lot of great things from Luke Hughes. So we got a second Hughes brother, and it's just like we already got this MVP caliber player, and now we're adding possibly another uh a high caliber player to our roster and they share this the same genes so i'm i'm really excited for luke hughes similar to what jack said uh during that soundbite when i asked him post game so i think uh luke hughes he's good everybody and for that person who tweeted out saying you're just gonna have to accept the fact that luke hughes isn't that good your tweet and your claim aged like milk so we're going to talk about Jack Hughes and his overall uh, positioning to possibly win the Hart Memorial Trophy momentarily. But before we continue, I want to get you hip to a product that I use literally every day. So I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to be happier. I wanted to be healthier. My body's a temple and I got to start treating as such. So what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of 
Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adjuncts to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all those things. So its lifestyle is friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good, supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's one thing that's best about Athletic Greens is that it uses best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out after your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And now we're really excited about our new sports betting partner, especially for the big game over at Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features and make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel right now and you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. So once again, go to FanDuel and also make sure to visit our friends over at Lockdown Bets for all your betting needs there as well. You know the drill. And please, please, please remember to gamble responsibly. Okay. Now it's time to talk about Jack Hughes and the possibility of him winning the Hart Memorial Trophy. So what will I be highlighting? So similar to what I did for my VTech Vancheck episode in regard to Vancheck possibly winning the Vesna Trophy, I would split it up into three categories to determine if Jack Hughes is worthy enough to, to have his name into the consideration for the Hart Memorial Trophy. So there's value, stats, and narrative. And I think, in my opinion, narrative is the most important because I always say, like, it's not enough to put up, like, great stats, great numbers. So, like, in the MLB, I'd say that Mike Trout is arguably the best player in the MLB. And I know Aaron Judge had a monstrous home run tear, but let's face it, uh, Mike Trout is a five-tool player, and he's a once-in-a-generation type talent. So Mike Trout in the MLB doesn't win MVP every single year. LeBron James, arguably one of the greatest basketball players to ever play. And he's like, what? He's like 40 or he's he's close in that age. And he's putting up monstrous numbers as well. And yet he doesn't win the MVP every single year. So it always comes down to narrative because I think when it comes to like MVP races or things of that nature, it could be very political. And that's sometimes a good thing. And sometimes it could be a bad thing, especially for a team like the New Jersey Devils, because the New Jersey Devils are a small market team and they don't really get that much attention. So uh, for for Jack Hughes, unfortunately, he does play for a small market team, so it would make things a little bit difficult. But since the New Jersey Devils have been making headlines throughout the entirety of this year, I think Jack Hughes and with the help of P.K. Subban and others, I think he's getting the necessary amount of attention that he needs. So 
before I talk about these three categories, why am I talking about this? Well, ever since ever since like a few weeks ago, I've been seeing like articles, I've been seeing tweets, I've been seeing questions, I've been seeing a lot of people just asking like, is Jack Hughes worthy of the of winning MVP? Like, should he be in the conversation? And I'm I'm always like pondering. I'm like, wait a minute. Yes, he is worthy. He is definitely is because look where the New Jersey Devils are at. And look who's at the helm of it. So you got Nico Heischer, our captain, our leader, our clutch player. Then you got someone like Jesper Bratt, someone who could put up some solid production, similar to Dougie Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton, a very underrated player. But at the uh, front of all that is Jack Hughes, who's putting up these monstrous stats for New Jersey Devils. So when people are saying, like, is it time to start this overall conversation? I'm just like, no, join the conversation. You're late to the party. But anyway, let's talk about the first metric when it comes to MVP, value. How valuable is Jack Hughes to the New Jersey Devils? Well, last season should be a telltale sign to how valuable Jack Hughes is. Because let's look at it this way. Jack Hughes got hurt the second game of the season last year, and he was out for a few months. And at, during those few months span, the New Jersey Devils were just treading on water. They were just basically just trying to keep themselves afloat. They were just trying to make sure that they don't go on lengthy losing streaks or they don't lose badly, but they were missing that offensive firepower from Jack Hughes. And it, and it was evident once he returned, come like um, around like November or early December, whatever the case might be, the New Jersey Devils got way better. So the month of December, the month of January – I would say those were the best months last year for the New Jersey Devils. And you saw them just have this offensive firepower. And that was because of Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes returning to play was that key and that crucial for New Jersey Devils. And then when Jack Hughes got hurt once again and was shut down uh, prematurely before the year ended, we saw the New Jersey Devils basically just uh, veer off the train tracks. They, their season went crashing and burning. So, yes, their defense wasn't all that good. Their goaltending was atrocious. But at the same time, it's just like they were one, I would say, arguably, they were one of the better offensive teams in the league. But without Jack Hughes, it, it just didn't function. So that's my overall hot take, which is I think the offense was there for New Jersey Devils. And I think they could definitely score anywhere from like maybe three to five goals on you. Maybe not every time, but more often than the average team. And that was because of Jack Hughes. And now you see for this year, Jack Hughes is fully healthy. He hasn't missed a game this year. And I think the that overall mindset should play a factor as well. Just because, look, the Devils went on a 13-game win streak. But what impressed me the most was that the Devils, like, they only lost, like, what, like one or two games during their, like, 17-game uh, span. So they won, like, what, 16 of their, of their last 17. Honestly, that impressed me more than the 13 game win streak. And I've said it in past episodes. So his value is extremely important because let's let, let me look at it this way. The devils dropped their first two games of the year. Then they won against the Anaheim ducks. And then they, after that, they won two more. So they went on a three game win streak. They lost to the Washington capitals. And then they went on that 13 game win streak. And uh, obviously I would say that Nico Heischer was more of the leader in that sort of regard. Jack Hughes was good and all, but remember, I'd say the turning point for Jack Hughes was when he had that hat trick against the Washington Capitals. 
And remember, during the month of December, uh, the Devils were struggling mightily. But who was the one who would always get the first goal of the game for the New Jersey Devils? It was mostly Jack Hughes, who was the one who would sometimes get the game-time goals to keep the Devils alive, and the Devils ultimately would blow it, wherever the case might be. It was Jack Hughes. Whether it was on the power play, even strength, wherever the case might be, I saw Jack Hughes step up his game big time during the month of December, and he was the big reason why the New Jersey Devils didn't crash and burn as badly as they could have. So I've said it before, and I, I think uh, a few players even acknowledged it during their post-game interviews, which is that 13-game win streak saved their season essentially because had the New Jersey Devils went like 500 or had they won like uh, like six or seven uh, during that 13-game win streak, honestly, their season might be completely different at this point of the year. So in terms of value, Jack Hughes is there 100%. Now when looking at stats for Jack Hughes, I, I looked at hockey reference, and this is actually – it actually surprised me somewhat. So for goals, Jack Hughes has 33 goals of the year, which is in the top five. He is in the fifth position. For points, he has 64, top 10, ninth position. Goals created, 26.7, sixth in the entire league. Even strength goals, 27. He leads the entire National Hockey League. Game-winning goals, five, seventh in the entire league. Shots, 220. When in doubt, just keep shooting, third in the entire league. Because I, I just want to veer off for a second. I, I just want to want to pause my stat uh, uh, read-off. I, I said early in the year, I like that Jack Hughes is trying to create for others, but I wanted him to be a little more selfish. Keep shooting because I have more faith in you making the goal than whoever's uh, aside you. So that, that, that was my overall thing for Jack Hughes. I love that he is shooting right now. Like, and he's third in the entire league. So when in doubt, keep shooting Jack uh, goals per game, 0.67 fifth in the entire league points per game, 1.31 eighth in the entire league goals created. 0.55, sixth in the entire league. Adjusted goals, 54, fifth in the entire league. Adjusted points, 104, sixth in the entire league. Adjusted goals created, 43.1, fifth in the entire league. Expected plus minus, 14.5, fourth in the entire league. Offensive point shares, 6.7, sixth in the entire league. And remember, he was named second star of the week early on in January. So, uh, Jack Hughes definitely has stepped up big time for the New Jersey Devils. And I want to read off an interesting stat that I think takes the cake for me. And it doesn't have anything to do with Jack Hughes. So the final stats I'm about to read off come from a player who was on the New Jersey Devils roster during the 2017-2018 year. And here were his stats. This player appeared in 76 games. He had 39 goals, 54 assists for a grand total of 93 points. And he went on to win the Hart Memorial Trophy. Can you guess who it is? It's Taylor Hall. And now, like I said, Jack Hughes, his adjusted goals, 54. His adjusted points, 104. So Jack Hughes would become the first player in New Jersey Devils franchise history to eclipse 100 points. So that's that's my thing, which is, Jack Hughes is about to break a franchise record, and I'm sure he has a few more others to break as well. But Jack Hughes, I think the big one is that points one because Patrick Eliash has never done that. Taylor Hall never did that. So I tweeted this back on August 12th, and I said, 
I'll say it now. And then I did the little inhale thing. Uh, Jack Hughes will score 105 points this season. If the New Jersey Devils make the playoffs, he'll be a finalist for the Hart Memorial Trophy. So that original hot take actually grows colder and colder and colder because Jack Hughes is on pace to do it. And someone responded by saying, like, you're on, how do I say this, crack? <laughs> well, I, 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 don't, I don't condone taking drugs, but, hey, I'm right, so I, 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 I guess take what I'm taking. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I, I've never done crack, though. Please don't do it. I'm just, just, just a little joke. But anyway, um, yeah, so Jack Hughes has been having a great season statistically. And now here's the important thing, narrative. What narrative does Jack Hughes have going for him? And I think the narrative is simply this. The Devils weren't projected to do well this year at all. So during the locked on final season projections, uh, my colleagues put uh, the New Jersey Devils second to last in the Metro. Now, in, in their defense, they did say they struggled from four to seven. So Everyone projected for, I think, the Carolina Hurricanes to be first and then the uh, Philadelphia Flyers to be last. But they were kind of struggling, like, where to put everyone else. But I think it's safe to say they did not anticipate for the New Jersey Devils to be in the playoffs. So, you know, um, that that's a big narrative in of, in of itself, which is the New Jersey Devils weren't projected to do well at all. Jack Hughes, I think he had some decent expectations from – casual NHL fans, but he's exceeded them uh, and, and he's gone head and above shoulders the call of duty. So I think Jack Hughes, that's his narrative, which is he's leading a team and he's having a monstrous year, a team that was heavily doubted, a team that was heavily criticized. And let's face it, during the course of the offseason, the Devils whiffed on a lot of players. Like uh, Johnny Goodrow was rumored to come to play for a devil. So was Kevin Fiala, Alex DeBrincat, Matthew Kachuk. Basically, there were a lot of big name players that the devils were capable of grabbing. But unfortunately, Johnny Goodrow signed with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Kevin Fiala traded to the LA Kings. Alex DeBrincat traded to the Ottawa Senators. Matthew Kachuk traded in a blockbuster deal to the Florida Panthers. So there were a lot of uh, players that the Devils could have obtained, but unfortunately they struck out on them and they had to settle for signing Andre Palat long-term. 32-year-old, I believe at the time, Andre Palat, who was decent during the uh, championship runs by the Tampa Bay Lightning, but obviously not the star player. But underrated, I'll give him that. But yeah, that's the narrative for Jack Hughes, which is like, look, look what happened during the course of the offseason. Look at the expectations at the beginning of the year and look where they are now. I'd say the New Jersey Devils are anywhere from like 90% to 99% to make the playoffs. If they have, they cannot go on a bad run like they did in December. Try to stay away from that. But they're building up that point cushion once again and they're starting to separate themselves. So still a tight, I think a tight race at the top three or four, but after that, the Devils are just like building up their points away from like the Penguins or the Islanders, which is crucial which, because now you can afford to maybe just uh, go on a little bit of a skip, but not a big one like you did in December. Just a little bit, struggle here and there, and then, you know, just try to get your way to the playoffs. But ultimate goal for the Devils, I couldn't care less if they get the first seed. I care more about them making the playoffs. So Jack Hughes leading a doubted team, the We Believe Devils team, to the playoffs. That's his narrative.
Okay, so this one is a little more difficult because I say Jack Hughes should definitely be in the running for the Hart Memorial Trophy, and he should be a finalist. But unfortunately, he's got a two-headed monster to worry about in Edmonton, and it's more of one than the other, and it's Connor McDavid. So the thing about Connor McDavid is that he, once again, is having a tremendous, tremendous season. He's exceeding, um, he's ex exceeding expectations even to his standards. So it's just like, what, what's Jack Hughes going to do? So I'm going to do something somewhat controversial. I'm going to make a case as to why Jack, and this is the only case I can make, I'm going to make a case as to why Jack Hughes should win the heart over Connor McDavid. And let me just put this out there. This is for the sake of argument. This is not my opinion. Just, just putting that out there. Cause I always say, unfortunately it, it, it might have to go to Connor McDavid. Like I, I, I wish, I wish it could go to Jack Hughes, but unfortunately uh, when it comes to Connor McDavid, that's just best of the best. So McDavid currently has 88 points before the all-star break. And he is on pace to finish with 68 goals and 150 points total that haven't been touched since uh, Mario Lemieux posted 69 and 161 during the 1995 and 1996 season. So, yeah, Connor McDavid doing something that uh, that hasn't been done since Mario Lemieux. Uh, it, it, it might be a little tough for Jack Hughes to compete with that, but here's my argument, and this is the only one I can think of, which is, for Conor McDavid, it's like I said at the beginning of this episode, which is when you talk about MVPs, like look at some of the other leagues, look in baseball, look in the NBA, look at like Mike Trout, LeBron James, and a few others, which is they're, they don't win the MVP every single year because we expect that kind of greatness from them. And it's always the same narrative. They're the best of the best. They're supposed to lead their team to the playoffs. They're, so, they're supposed to put up these godly type numbers. But like – let. I, I think just for the sake of just not like creating some sort of backlash amongst their fan base, they can't always give the MVP award to the best player. Otherwise I think both like Mike Trout and LeBron James, they would have like 10 MVP awards on, on their trophy case. So I think for uh, Connor McDavid, it's just like, he's already the best of the best. Like we we've already established that it's going to be the same story. He puts up these monstrous numbers and, the Edmonton Oilers are going to maybe get past the first or second round, but they're not going to go, but they're not going to win the Stanley cup. That's just not going to happen because they don't have the supporting cast around Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl to get it done. So that's my, that's my hot take, which is for Connor McDavid, we kind of expect these numbers. And, and like I said, I cannot stress this enough. It's just for the sake of argument. So, uh, for Jack Hughes, it's just like we don't expect this kind of production from him. Or Devils fans expect it from him. We've expected it from him. But not casual NHL fans. And uh, like I said uh, in the previous segment, the Devils weren't projected to do all that well at all. So there's your argument right there. So that's the only argument I can think of. So uh, let me know what you guys think in the comment section. If you're watching on YouTube, do you think Jack Hughes legitimately has a chance to win the Hart Memorial Trophy? And also, what do you think about his younger brother, Luke? And are you excited for him to possibly join the New Jersey Devils roster within the next couple months? 
And if you're listening on a podcast streaming service, hit me up on my personal Twitter page at TreyMatt4 or the show's Twitter page at LockedOnDevils. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.